Welcome back, everybody, to Chop Sports Fight Factory, brought to you by Dudes Gourmet and the Feel Good Factory. I am your host, the Reverend Tommy D. Joined with me by my co-host, Wrestling Rob. If you guys are watching us on Pro Wrestling TV, welcome back. If you're listening to us on the podcast forum, please like, subscribe, and share. Let's get this thing out there to keep getting this podcast growing. Buddy, it's it's been a great week. Last week was full of excitement. We had to start a football this week. None of us really have anything to cheer about today. Nah. Um, but all in all, pretty good weekend. How about you, buddy? It's uh, As a Jet fan, I'm optimistic. But like you said, <laughs> football-wise, not a good week for anybody around these parts. But it's Monday. It, it is Monday. It's and Monday. Look at things this way. Our weekend was better than like Kenny Omega's and the Young Bucks weekend. Well, yeah. Well, we didn't have to sit with a like an eye patch on our face or or, a, or a teeth marks in your wherever he got bit. Hey, protect, <laughs> protect the dogs, Kenny. We appreciate you. I'm telling you, Sarah McLaughlin you. would love you for it. I just uh, <laughs> unbelievable. So yeah, not really a big huge news week. Uh, obviously, AEW's being. Very tight-lipped about their situation due to the fact that there is a third party investigating mm-hmm. right now. Um, also, out of Titan Towers, it's very tight-lipped with a lot of news and possible returns. Could it be that Triple H is trying to bring back that kayfabe? I hope so, and I hope that with everything that happened from that media scrum... yeah. Journalists do take a step back and maybe fact check things a couple times before we just go ahead and say things because look what happened. I know it's funny and it's great. We get to talk about it, but five guys, well, no, like eight guys got suspended, but there's like five guys that could potentially be fired and blackballed from locker rooms. You don't, your, your EVPs can't be fighting top guys and Especially guys that have had problems in other places no. before, you know? So No, just, as we uh, said, there's there's ways to go about things. Let's just be responsible. Yeah. Just a little <laughs> bit. You know <laughs> I mean, you don't see too you know, the, the E V P of Walmart walking in and, you know, donkey punching somebody that's that's <laughs> sitting at the table because that's just not the way you do business. But uh so on SmackDown last week, mm-hmm. Solo Sokola finally has joined the bloodline. I mean, we knew that was going to happen once uh, once he came in and interfered in the in the Drew McIntyre match with Roman. So now with Sola in there, and we know that Reigns is kind of on this you know odd schedule where he only comes at certain times. And do you so? Let's talk about that for a second. Sure. So part timers mm-hmm. have been around wrestling forever, right? Not, I guess, like, well, if you go back to even like the '90s, the Honky Tonk Man would show. But I get, well, I'm not comparing the Honky Tonk Man to Roman Reigns. Hogan. Well, Hogan came around part time in like the 2000s, though. Uh, Yeah, but he did. He the WCW thing happened. He was bought out, and he had money left on the contract where he didn't have to go to WWE right away. A lot of those guys didn't. Yeah, but if if you think about it, Hogan wasn't on like. the Saturday morning. Well, he didn't do the house shows, but he did. He was on like Nitro that. and the other stuff. Well, that was their only television back then, besides the pay per views. I understand that, but when you look at Roman right now, you look at him as a part timer. Like yeah. you look at him the same way you look as Brock. Yeah. Really. I. I mean. Yeah. I mean. If you do, I. I just. I mean. I guess it's tough because. Brock might not be on TV cutting promos and things like that as much as Roman Reigns is doing, but te- mm-hmm. like his wrestling is definitely part-time. Like, If you go back to the SmackDown 
before Clash at the Castle, I don't know if you if you watched, they were doing the whole Roman Reigns Appreciation Day for how many days that he's had the belt. Okay. And Sami Zayn did his whole spiel. Um, they did a a cutback like where where they were making it seem like he was coming in, and the picture came up on the screen of Roman Reigns getting out of getting out of his truck. Uh huh. Drew McIntyre kicks him with the uh, with the claymore. As he's getting out of the truck. As he's getting out of the truck, Drew McIntyre comes into the ring. Roman Reigns is passed out. Now it's obvious that you know that was probably filmed someplace else mm-hmm. because Roman Reigns one hundred percent was not was not at the SmackDown. Why would you promote the Roman Reigns Roman Reigns appreciation? Like, why would you go through all that? It's, I guess it's just a way to get people to watch. But I guess. I mean, they really listen, didn't need that all for SmackDown. Wrestlers, I don't care what anybody says. Every nine months to a year, a wrestler goes away for 45 days or gets yeah. written off TV for maybe 60 days, or especially if you've been on TV for so long. Now, Roman wasn't – it's not like he wasn't on TV for the first 16 months he was champion. Yeah. We had the pandemic, which – I guess, you know, not everybody was... Well, he wasn't even a champ then. It was Drew McIntyre. During the pandemic? That's true, too. He took it He took it after WrestleMania. Yeah. But I'm just saying, no, but Roman straight up on TV, though, is right, what I right, mean, right. not just away. So, I mean, the guy's had the belt for a very long time. You don't think he he's he's should be part-time right now? It's, not, mean, like, it's not, not like he came back and I'm took it. I'm not against the part-time. I'm not, but... Let me ask you this question. Would you rather Roman lose the belts right now and... Ruin the whole bloodline, not ruin the whole bloodline thing, but it would probably would put a, a halt to it. Yeah. Or keep doing what he's doing. We know we're not going to see him at Extreme Rules. No. Well, I mean, there's. We'll talk about that. There's only one match so far. Yep. But the the word from Titan Tower is, <coughs> excuse me, Triple H is not deviating from Vince's plan with Roman Reigns. He's not losing the belt anytime soon. That was that was some of the the rumblings that I heard. Coming out as I was reading in the wrestling news uh, this week, so we're not going to see Roman lose it anytime soon. I was that was something I've, I wondered about too because you don't know which way Triple H is leaning towards going. Because you know, as everybody else knows, if you're a fan of WWE like us marks are, you know we're not supposed to use work marks, but us marks are giant marks. Vince had the idea of you know Roman was going to hold his belt to at least WrestleMania. For rest for Rock Roman, which I still wouldn't see the Rock winning. I, I don't I, think the Rock would win. I, I like I I had laid out. I think the belt is is more of the allure for something for the Rock to come there because I was the head of the table. The family yes, is eating off just, me. I'm a well. Do you really need the belt for that though? The belt makes it bigger. I understand. That's, that. that's what it is. The belt makes but, it bigger. But does Cody make the belt bigger? Does whoever wins the Royal Rumble make the belt bigger? Does Austin Cody's Theory be have the? Then. I mean, that's 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 what they're saying. So, if it's not Cody who wins the Royal Rumble, who is it? Killer Cross, maybe. Uh, I think it's too soon for Cross, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Unless, long- like you say, Bray comes back and they do something with him. And yeah. Then- now that now that you mentioned that, the the word is as I had said last week. They're definitely the word is Triple H is going to be. Debuting Bray at a pay per view, not a random Raw or SmackDown, which to me that's smart. Um, I think you could do more with that, especially if you have him interfering in a giant match. And in my opinion, it would be a Roman Reigns match that he would be interfering. Roman in. was the Universal Champion when he, 
during the pandemic. He took it off Bray. Drew McIntyre was the uh, the champion. Oh, Roman of, gave it away when he got uh, when yeah. He, Drew McIntyre was the, the pandemic champion. That's that's what he no, said. No, pandemic. Well, he was the WWE champion during the pandemic. Sure. The Universal champion was Roman. Okay, that's when that's he came. Right, with, he right. took it, it off him at SummerSlam. Dude, you know what? I had to think for some. I'm like, I'm like, you, but well, you know I what? It's funny since it's been unified. It feels like everything that happened before is WWE champion. It never right? happened the, with Universal Championship. Yeah. it's true. A hundred percent, it's true. It makes you forget that was even a belt. It's, it's been nothing but Roman Reigns. Which look, there's nothing wrong with that. We went to the Madison Square Garden show right before SummerSlam, and we saw how over Roman Reigns is. Not yeah. so much the bloodline. But Roman. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are the most over. Of course, Paul Heyman's going to be over in New York. But Reigns is over. Like, yeah. that was over, over. Yeah. For, like, whew, to the moon. People love them, some Roman Reigns. They will acknowledge them, some Roman Reigns. He's a heel's heel. I think he's playing himself now. People love him. It's just interesting to see who's going to be believable to beat him. Even MJF? Acknowledged Roman Reigns on Twitter. Uh, they saw that he tweeted basically that he was watching SmackDown. Yeah, well, I wonder if that's a work or a shoot. It's a work shoot because mm. he's probably doing it to piss off Tony. You know he's watching. Oh, well, of course. Because when he's talking about the bidding war for 2024, he's going to WWE. You will see him in that ring. I hope so because it can only be... Good for WWE if they get MJF. We heard about the Young Bucks sending out feelers. We don't know if it's true. It's not true. But we know their contract's up in 2024 as well. So with Triple H taking over, right? Mm-hmm. WWE, before Triple H took over, WWE wasn't going to do indie signings anymore. It was strictly going to be like you want their their football the players. Their, they didn't want any indie guys anymore. You know what I mean? Triple H comes back in. That opens that door wide open now, right? People are going to kick that door down because they know now what type of wrestling is going to go on in WWE, which is going to be a good for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, so what if they put you through the NXT system? You're you're still going to be getting paid. You're going to be working through their system, but they're probably not going to repackage and change you too much. So for, for these independent guys, this is going to be big. Do you think there's anybody right now it could, they could be in NXT. They can be in w, the main roster right now. They can even be in another promotion right now. But they, let's just say anybody who was in Triple H's NXT, mm-hmm. who do you think can benefit the most from being in WWE right now under Triple H? Who might not be there right now or who is there right now but maybe is stuck because they're still under Vince's booking? And I think Braun Breaker would be... Great on the main roster eventually. But I think Triple H didn't have nothing to do with Braun Breaker, though. I think that was like a Shawn Michaels, Bruce Pritchard guy. I'm talking guys like Sami Zayn, uh, Baron Corbin. He, uh, Corbin got stale for me, bro. Really? Yeah. Think You don't can't think of any guys like that, like old-time Triple H guys. Like imagine if Kenta was still in WWE right I now. Mean, yeah, I mean— Corbin got stale for me with the whole happy Corbin, sad Corbin, you know, stupid Corbin, mm-hmm. hungry Corbin. Probably you know, a Vince McMahon idea. Yeah, a, a million percent. Mm-hmm. A million percent. Um, he's And look, he's in great shape, but he lost all that weight 
so he's just this big, tall, skinny guy in a Hawaiian I just don't think shirt. he's wrestled enough either, though. I think Vince has kept him, like, to do, like, gimmicky fun stuff and cricket wireless and yeah, all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's just... Well, who was his, his sidekick turned uh, villain? Uh, Mac Hamas was his... Uh, yeah. If they stop that stupid gimmick with him... I think he could be something because he's good in the ring. Mac had Moss? Yeah. Well, they turn him face now. Yeah, but I mean that whole joking thing. The and laughter and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's got to go. I think he should be like teamed with Strowman, other guys, and just be powerhouses. Yeah, just, he's got to look to him, and that's you know half the battle in pro wrestling. He can talk on the mic. It's just the goofy shit that he does gets kind of old and stale. and Yeah. It wasn't really working too well. So we've had one match announced for Extreme Rules. Yeah, it's the, the Ronda Rousey and, and Liv Morgan. I mean, last I, time they wrestled was the tap pin situation, right? Yeah, I, and we haven't seen Ronda wrestle anybody since, besides two drop. <laughs> yeah, well, no, she. Um, what was it? She was suspended mm-hmm. for going after an official. Um. You know, they tried turning her back heel, and now everybody likes her. So is she really a heel again? Listen, no. <laughs> last time she wrestled, though, I got, like, the 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 Brock feeling from Ronda. Like, yeah. I was, like, she was in control the whole time. She was dominant. She yeah. didn't care. I think she plays to the crowd not too much, but for too long. Like, she'll grab the arm, the arm bar, and stand there for... Seven seconds when she stood only stood there for three. Do you know right. what I'm saying? It's just too long and just take it and go. You're believable. Trust me, I think you could break my arm. So oh, there's dude. no reason I don't believe think you can't break. She's another one that would live Morgan's arm. The into, oh, half the freaking roster. She beat us all up at the same time, probably. And why like we her, would, her why Matt, we tried the fighter. Her and Matt Riddle <laughs> could do like an old like 1980s back to back fight with each other. You know what I mean? Like one of those corny 80s movies. Dude, I I believe it 100. percent What other WWE news do we have? Uh, Mandy Rose Ooh. is actually on 319 days as the NXT Women's Champion. Whether you love her or you hate her, it obviously didn't work out too well for her on the main roster. I think it just, she's got the look, dude. Yeah. And she, it's not that she, how would I say this without getting myself in trouble? She's not the greatest wrestler in the world. If she was on AEW, she'd be the best wrestler. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's not, I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody over there. That's just a fact. Not taking away from the, the two women wrestlers that are actually really good over there, as in uh, uh, Tony Storm and, and uh, Jamie Hayter. I th- listen, Chris Statlander is good, too, if she wasn't hurt. Yeah, Statlander, and that's Jade it. Her, too. So three, three of yous. Jade Cargill just needs to learn how to wrestle, and she'll be a star. Well, she either is a star over there. But yeah. they teach her how to wrestle. I think she'll, she's going to be one of the She'll top learn things. in 2024 when she's with <laughs> WWE. <laughs> but listen, Mandy Rose, I mean, listen, that's got to bother somebody, right? When you come from NXT and they you get up on that main roster and you're there for a couple of years and they're like, hey, we're going to send you back to uh, Florida, to Orlando, which a lot of the people are, are from anyway, so which I think is like. It's a win and it's a loss because you know you're not going on tour now, right? Right. You're strictly on the beach seven days a week now. You're home in an apartment. It's kind of more of a living lifestyle, but it is technically de- developmental, right? She's probably losing out on a lot of money that she 
be getting on. Uh, but I on bet the you roster. they take it. They take care of her by doing photo opportunities and oh yeah, all that. Look, stuff. dude, I'm sure There's she's no making way they good just money. send those guys to NXT without making sure they What's were the name still of the faction that she's in. Toxic attraction. Toxic attraction, and they're getting called up. I know their uh, their tag team partners are getting called up. So, the, so listen, yeah. the WWE's women division from main roster to NXT, hands down, best women's division in wrestling today. You don't think they're going to do like toxic attraction against damage control, do you? No, it's too early for that. I was about to say, like, is that then you're just squashing toxic attraction, basically? Not even that. Like Bailey would end up squashing Mandy Rose because I don't think she's ready for. for Let me that tell you Bailey what's gonna happen. Either. I think for sure Bailey beats Bianca for the belt. Then maybe Sasha or one of them come back. Becky comes back eventually. Either tries to get the belt or joins them too because that whole SummerSlam. Let me help Bianca. Not help Bianca was a little something's up with that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure she didn't uh, anticipate having the shoulder injury either. No, I don't think so either, but she's, listen, Charlotte's not even there right now. Becky's not there right now. Sasha's not there right now. And look how look that they're still drawing two million two point one on yeah. Raw. So and, and you know what it, you know you're Raw's catching that. SmackDown, bro. Yeah. Raw used to be. I, listen, when I started watching wrestling again in two thousand, I told you the day I started watching wrestling again, I literally turned on the TV and Roman. It was the day after WrestleMania when Roman beat the Undertaker, and he was getting booed in the ring for like nine minutes. I had no idea who Roman Reign was. I'm like, dude, nine minutes just straight booze or like seven minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I start watching again. What was my point? Where was I going with that? Oh, the um, Raw was Raw used to be the best show, and then SmackDown was hard to watch. And then yeah. SmackDown became really good. Raw became piss poor, and now it's like you're tuning into both. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> nice. I, I know our, our our producer doesn't like to uh, to watch on Friday night, and he's right. It is kind of rough on a Friday night it, to, well, to sit and watch wrestling in the summertime. I'm always I was so used to SmackDown being on Thursday night. When they moved it to Friday, I was like, oh, really? Listen, Friday's a rough night, especially 8 o'clock, dude. You're not, you're not getting 18, 19-year-olds anymore. You, you, no. might get, you might get them at first, that first hour. In the summertime, you're probably not getting them at all. It's all wintertime. This is probably when you'll see the numbers go up a little bit, which is good for them. I mean, if they're still getting $2 million now, nobody's really watching TV anymore. That's really good. And going back to what you were saying about the women's division, how you know Sasha's not there, Charlotte's not there. I'm not even going to bring Naomi up because she doesn't get into, go into this conversation. She'll be in the blow. But they're, but they're giving these women, like we were talking about last week, 19 minutes to open the show at Clash at the Castle. That's how much Triple H believes in his women's division. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's great because, you know, not to... Not knocking AEW, but no. their women's matches, if they're 10 minutes, it's 10 nah, minutes they're too not, long. They're not 10. Part. They're like about three minutes, four minutes, and there's 15 botches in every single one of them. Ooh, there's that B word. I don't care. At me, Wrestling Rob. <laughs> show me one AEW match. If somebody out there finds me one AEW women's match, flawless, I will come on the show every week and break down AEW. Will you will you then say Tony Khan gets to go in the WWE Hall of Fame like uh no way Disco Inferno? Bro, di- first of all, that's a disrespectful Disco Inferno. Don't ever <laughs> say that about that that guy again. One. Tony Khan I just don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be rude. I, I don't I had to I throw just, that curveball at I, you. Listen, I've saw 
some stuff and I thought I screenshot it and uh, maybe you, you didn't see it because you would have said it to me that, and this is probably fake, that there is rumors going around that sometimes there's hotel rooms for AEW guys that are like party central drinks, drugs. You I mean, I haven't that? seen that, but I'll I don't find doubt it. it. I'll show it to you next week. I'll have the source. Yeah, I, 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 don't I just don't say it. things without sources. I'll have it. I'll find it because <laughs> I thought I thought I sent it to you, but I definitely screenshot. Where's the data? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know, man. There's a lot of freaky stuff going on over but, there. But yeah, I mean, so you were talking about with uh, with with uh, Bay, uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Tonight on Raw, you know, if you're obviously we're recording this on Monday, there is an open challenge for. Bianca's belt. Now, before the show, we talked about it could be Bailey, which you're probably right. But what if it's what if it is? Let's just say Charlotte making a return. Where are and this tonight? time she's coming to Raw? Where are they tonight? Do you know? No. I'm gonna. I don't think it's a Sasha or a Naomi. It's definitely somebody on the roster, and then maybe, and then maybe it'll be uh, like say it could be like. Dana Brooke, right? And then mm-hmm. Dana Brooke comes out, and then it's somebody else attacking. Yeah, because I mean, you know, for them to be writing, my thing is for them to be for them to be writing multiple articles on the open weight challenge for Bianca's belt for Raw. They got to have something set up for it because there's way too much wonder going around for an article to be written on an unnamed opponent for Bianca Belair's match. On a rando Could it be an NXT call-up? Zoe Starks, maybe? Could be. You know how the... What about Candice LeRae? Joe Gargano's tonight. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, with, with Triple H at the helm, there's no end to the possibilities as to what it could be. Before we switch off topic, before we go to break and switch to AW, this Dexter Loomis thing, what it's is It's funny, the but it's not. What's the payoff? I, I don't know. Um, how do you get to a payoff? Because you can't keep letting the Miz, like... Let me get you, take you away, and then next week. And then the Miz isn't talking to us. Like, I don't, so was he unless like, he's in on it, which could be the only that could be the only explanation for me. Because why else is he kidnapping you? Yeah, I mean, like, you, go, you know, is he Jerry Sanduskying you in the back? Like you're you're not talking about it. You're being Jerry taken Sandusky, away. the Penn State. I know that, but you know, there's another Jerry Sandusky. He's like the Baltimore Ravens radio guy. No, his name is literally Jerry Sandusky. I would have Imagine had that, that changed. But me too, 100%. Immediately. But Jerry with a G. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the payoff is. I've been wondering what the payoff is. Dude, I don't uh, know. Because they have it. He looks like a creep with the mustache. He it, No, he, listen, the character's phenomenal. But. What's happening right now makes him look like a creep. What are you going to do now? What is <laughs> the end goal here? What are you doing? I still strongly believe this has something to do with AJ Styles. I know it's all centered around the Miz, but if you go to every time, maybe not every time, but every time but the last time, because I didn't watch Raw last week, it was Bobby Lashley versus Miz in a steel cage match. Mm-hmm. Was AJ Styles out there at all for the whole match? I don't think so. Every time AJ Styles been around, he's either in the background or he's in the crowd or he's, I'm telling you, remember I said that. I, you could be right. <clears throat> I'm wondering if they're trying to set up maybe another match for Extreme Rules, like a like a, a backroom brawl or, or some kind of no. lazy booking, no DQ, 
between him. Because they can't do this for a year until WrestleMania with Dexter Loomis just kidnapping The Miz. They've got to do something with this and soon before it gets old. It's got to be something. That and uh, your boy made a L.A. Knight kind of uh, might be coming back. Did you see that? I messaged you that like two did months you? ago. No, no, no. Well, he was did a inter- he did like the interview thing with Mace and uh, Morisor, yeah. and he was as he was walking out of the room, he was like, "Yeah," or whatever he does, whatever the LA Knight guy does, or yeah. Whatever. He, I, I, that was the report that he was going to be coming back as as LA Knight. Um, but again, Triple H is being very smart and tight lipped, and he's not letting people really let a lot of these rumors out, like the Braun Strowman one. I was surprised that that actually got out. Well, we mm, we don't know who who said that. Yeah, we have an idea how it got out because nothing else gets out on the other side recently. Yeah, no, like none of the nothing has gotten out. Like you didn't Gargano, know. you didn't know Gargano was coming back. Uh, people had an idea Loom was coming back, but I don't think people really believed it because why? Yeah. Uh, Listen, it's getting there. Wrestling's getting there. The next two years of wrestling might be the boom, boom, boom period of wrestling. It would be nice to get that period back where wrestling was the one thing that everybody was talking about constantly, and then you're seeing it in the in the regular newspaper as as opposed to just looking at it online. It's just and it sucks because like we're technically in the media, right? I still wish there was kayfabe so we could sit here and and talk about and and kind of try and come up with ideas. Rather than already knowing it, discussing it here, you know, yeah, I, I, I hate the it's rumors. The people I, hate the, I hate the rumors too because I hate believing in something that I see from someone who I considered respectable, and I'm getting mm-hmm. my news from you. And I get sometimes you have to put something out there to get people to click. I understand right. that, but some of the stuff is so outlandish that you look, you feel stupid when it doesn't come true. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't get it. Just like you said, fact check. We like to fact check. If I ever see something and I know Dave knows somebody that has something mm-hmm. to do with the story, right away before I tweet about it, right now, I'm like, Dave, do me a favor, text so-and-so and find out. Or just off the record or on the record or whatever. Because we do. We, everybody we talk to right away. Do you want to talk about this? Are you sure? Yep. We always give them the opportunity because if they don't say it, we're going to talk about it. Well, hopefully we can get a good opportunity to bring a guest on to spill some tea about another organization. That's why. Hey, listen, I'm trying to get that going on right now because <laughs> that would I be. I saw that yesterday. That so. would be that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, going back to the Dexter Loomis thing, I don't know what the payoff is. If there really is going to be a good payoff or not, I guess they're just looking for somebody else for Miz to work with. And why not a guy who kidnaps you and is doing something so psychologically wrong to you that you can't even tell anybody what he's been doing uh, behind those closed doors? Real quick, before we switch again, Malachi Black got the release, right? And now he's taking pictures with his wife every day. So it makes people think. And obviously we know his wife is Lena Vegas. She's part of WWE. Yeah, he could take as many pictures as he uh, wants. He's he still got a six-month no compete. He hasn't been doing it lately, and now like every day he has been. So people are like, oh, he's definitely coming back. But my head, like I already said, I think that was already planned from Vince and Triple H all along. Like, listen, well, we're not – because I told you, if you look at releases, females, 
none of them really got re- got released during these budget cuts. Right. Nia Jax did, but I think that was a Vax issue, or they would have never let her go. I kind of think Braun was a Vax issue too, but I, I'm not, whatever, I don't really know. I just couldn't see them letting Braun go for some reason. But it I didn't know, make sense. That I was, know there was, that and Bray, the two releases, it didn't make sense. Well, Bray, well, Vince didn't. Vince just didn't. There's so many reports that Vince and Bray didn't get along because Bray would shit on Vince's, Vince's stuff to his face. And, okay. You know, and then that's just how Vince is, whatever. Everybody everybody knows that. It's a one-man show. Yeah. You know, but look, as far as releases, you never saw WWE release any woman talent. Any. Barely any. I get Ruby Soho got released, whatever. I mean, not whatever, but barely any. What was any. the one that, that got released that really sucked? She had red hair, but she was just... Drop dead gorgeous. Uh, uh, even Marie, but she. That's it. I don't think she really wanted to rest. She did like one match, and Dewdrop was her thing. I think she just came back as like, uh, hey, put me <laughs> to on. To piss off the fans? Put me on TV. <laughs> I'm even Marie. You know? <laughs> the Royal Rumble is coming up. What, what do you want me to do? Guys, yeah. it's been a slow week with it's been a slow week with news. So uh, on one of these weeks where we don't have a guest and it's a slow week, you're just gonna get some jibber jabber that hopefully makes you laugh. Um so we're gonna take it to break right now. You're gonna hear a couple words from our sponsors, and when we come back, we're gonna talk some AEW. Guys, it's time to give the big seasoning companies the big FU. They've been lying to you for years, manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is the best natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, and no caking agents, just pure flavor. Head on over to dudesgourmet.com right now and choose one of their premier rubs from their espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, or how about their pizza dudes got 30 seconds. Put Dude's Gourmet seasonings and rubs on all of your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. Right now, get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's a capital O. Follow them on Instagram at Dude's Gourmet. Visit their website right now, dudesgourmet.com. Established in 2017, the Feel Good Factory is here for all of your high-quality CBD products. All products are manufactured in Long Island, New York in an ISO 6 clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, and even pet products, and always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients. They offer shipping throughout the USA and offer curbside delivery on Mondays and Fridays. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, you'll get 25% off of all products. Call them today at 888-519-1139 or visit their website, thefeelgoodfactory.com, or on Instagram at thefeelgoodfactorycbd. Welcome back, everybody. We are back from break now. If you're still watching us on Pro Wrestling TV, thank you very much. If not, you're listening to the podcast. Again, please like, subscribe, and share so we can keep growing us. So we just got done with our WWE segment. Let's get back to All Out Civil War AEW, and that's going to be the name of that company until this stuff all gets taken care of. So we recorded last Thursday all the stuff that happened on on Rampage, right, or Dynamite. Which Dynamite, all that stuff, yep. So we had Rampage on Friday night. Mm-hmm. They had the qualifier match. So as we're looking right now for the vacant AEW, once again vacant. Once again, once again, once again, once yeah, again vacant. Vacant AEW title. So for the semifinals, we've got Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho, which we've seen already. We just and, saw it two weeks ago. Yeah, and Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. So basically, we're going to be looking at Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. Or do they give you Danielson Moxley? I, you know what? I don't think they will because Chris Jericho is such a Chris Hogan. 
Get the name right. Such a freaking mark for himself. Chris Hogan. These days. Sing Judas. Yeah. When you sing his song. When you you, you know, and which, which one are we going to get? Are we going to get Lionheart? We're Chris getting Jericho? Lionheart. We're getting the Lionheart. We're, we're not going to get the Painmaker? The Wizard? No, the Painmaker. The, the Wizard? One that, the one that the he wizard? did in Japan. Or, or yeah, the Wizard. <laughs> or the List of Jericho? Or uh, which one do you want? I, I'm a Chris Jericho guy. I was until this last year of AEW. If Chris Her- if Chris Hogan wins this match, <laughs> then you know 100% what's going on here. He's booking himself to do everything. He's just as bad as Kenny and the Bucks were with the video game. And all well, you know stuff. what it is? I, he just wants to work like... It, and listen, and I'll give the credit where the hell credit is due. Jim Cornette, Brian Last, they talked about this with Jericho. He always wants to work with the top guy that's in AEW. And when he you does... Though? Shouldn't you, though? But when he does, they turn to shit. He worked with Eddie Kingston. Now Eddie Kingston's doing opening ma- matches with Ishishi. Eddie Kingston wanted to do that. And it, it, it just didn't work out. But actually, Eddie Kingston was supposed to fight Sammy Guevara. Well, wrestle Sammy Guevara, and then that he called him fat. And then yeah, that, we know about that. Nobody could but, just you know, do with, business. With anymore. Jericho, like, he doesn't need to be in this spot. It should be Brian Danielson. But we all know that they're going to give the the belt to Moxley again. I don't see. I, I think I don't think so. I think it goes. No, here's, I'm going to give you two things that are going to happen. I honestly thought Moxley was going to win the belt, mm-hmm. but he was supposed to be on vacation. So is he going to go on vacation, or is he just going to hold? No, the belt? he's he's going to do this, and that's why I think they're going to give him that as the payoff. But Grand Slam is in Long Island, mm-hmm. where MJF has the poker chip. So does he come out and take it? At Grand Slam? He could. But you you don't think Brian Danielson's gonna win. Or they're no. gonna do Brian Danielson Moxley Combat Club. No, I I, I think it's gonna be Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. What if Just, Sammy Guevara beats Moxley? Won't happen. Look won't at the happen. camera and say it won't happen. It won't happen. <laughs> I don't. I just. You never know, and dude. A, I like Sammy Guevara. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Sammy Guevara fan. I think enough people think it won't happen that it could happen. You you think Tony's going to do that? Enough people think it won't happen. <laughs> it could happen. Well, hey, if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm he wrong. Was at their we- he was at their wedding. What he was at the kids' wedding, dancing and drinking and listen, all that man. stuff, and listen, YMCA and all that. Listen, when it comes to AEW, my predictions haven't been wrong because he doesn't know how. It, it would be like you and I running the company, but that's making, what it is right now. It's like making making those. Remember decisions. when you were a kid, right? And you were like, you you play wrestling figures, right? And you had you had your ring, right? Yeah. So when you did a Royal Rumble, they'd be behind your back, and you'd be like. Yeah, coming in, Hulk Hogan. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, big boss man. Ah, uh, you shake your ring. That's what that's what it's like. He does back there. Like they're not gonna enjoy. It. Hey, what's what's? We don't know what the show is. Tony, five minutes, and he's like, hold on, and he's in the ring, and he's and he's and, you know, <laughs> and all. That, I don't know what. He's got a cold back there. I don't know, but that's what it's like, dude. There's no structure. No, and, and, you know. Now that I'm thinking about something that that you just said about Chris Jericho, Hogan. So, Chris Hogan, going back to the uh, the media scrum after All Out mm-hmm. when uh, they interviewed Chris Jericho. Okay. Chris Jericho completely obliterated MJF's character. 
I don't know if you heard the interview. I saw pieces. He completely obliterated. MJF is the one person who's worked so hard on his to keep his character <clears throat> as a heel. He wants to keep it as a heel. But he kayfaves it. He's he's always kind of a dick. They think, yeah, but Jericho's on record saying he should come back as a babyface. Well, what it was is Jericho told him that he was coming back as a babyface, and he's sitting there saying, you know, MJF is saying, oh, what do I do? Whether that did or didn't happen, you shouldn't be fucking saying that. You're killing the guy's character. So you know what? And let me put something on the back burner here. Maybe, maybe, because he, like, planted the seed. Maybe Chris Jericho does win, and then MJF cashes in the poker chip and is against Chris Jericho. We've seen that match already, though. I mean, do we really want to see? Have we haven't seen John Moxley MJF, have we? No, but my point is, I, I made this point last week too. Is the stuff that happened with Punk ruined a lot of storylines, dude? These guys yeah. are messing up a lot, and it's not like for he, the two storylines that the company has. When you ruin one of them, that sucks. That's it, and you can't even fix it now because Punk's out for nine months, six to nine months. Yeah. You could bring the Young Bucks and Kenny back and. Do something. Well, do and you know what? But you How can't long are the bring, other suspensions for? Listen, I was. You're suspended. Like, you know somebody upper just like got I know. Suspended. We know someone that was suspended, and we were not going to name names here. Nope. Do your own research. We were. Uh, we asked, "What's up?" And they, like they were rude about it. They said, "How? What? Ha- like, what's going on?" Pretty much can't talk about it. Nope. There's third-party legal information's going on now. That's this right. stuff is real. This is not... We thought the same thing. Maybe it's a little work shoot, whatever, a little... I didn't think the fight was a work, but the stuff that was said I thought was a work because yeah. it was so... Nobody really asked him a question. He kind of just preemptively went in on certain on those certain topics. Punk, I mean. Which, Listen, as a man, I'm an EV. I don't know if I'm an EVP. I don't think I go punch somebody. But if I, as a man, I go say something. That's why live mics are dangerous, man. But here's the thing, though: if you're the executive vice president, you've heard what just went on at this media scrum. Okay. Anybody with a business management mind mm-hmm. knows that when somebody is that heated, you don't go back and talk to them. At that moment. I agree. Because it's it's not going to end well. Cooler heads are not going to prevail in that moment. And just so I want to get a T-shirt made from one of the, the lines that CM Punk actually came out with because it would be the only CM Punk shirt that I would ever wear just because this is partly my idea. Is when he sat there and said... <laughs> If I'm being a little snippy, I'm sorry, but I'm hurt, I'm tired, I'm old, and I work with fucking children. That's a long t-shirt. It's a good front of the shirt, though. <laughs> it's a good front of the shirt. I laugh my ass off when I heard don't happen in New Japan? They do these media scrums in New Japan where guys are drinking, yeah. and there's ten of them. It's time just one or two. But that's what, that's it's fucking Japan. Is it because it's a live media? Like, what what? Gets to go on over in Japan doesn't work here. I understand that. Just like what goes on here doesn't work over there. I get that. I get all that. But you've never heard 
I can't say to you right now, like, oh, Batman's such a shitty movie and the Batmobile sucks. And Christian Bale would walk by and be like, oh, excuse me? Like, do you get what I mean? Christian Bale is Batman. As if mm -hmm. uh, Phil Brooks is CM Punk. Mm -hmm. I get wrestling is real and has a lot of emotions and blah, blah, blah. But you're playing a character. Right. So why can't we make money off this stuff that's going on right now? They're losing so much money because they can't just turn this shit around and be like, listen, we're not real. This isn't our real name anyway. None of this shit matters. The same thing with Twitter. When all these guys delete their Twitters. Oh, I can't. This guy said my suplex sucks. I got to delete my Twitter. Oh, my back handspring sucks. I got to delete my Twitter. Because? But go, just go make another Twitter with your real name or something else. Like, What do you care? I'll tell you exactly why. Because they're, they're just like he said, they're fucking children. He attacked their credibility as EVPs, which, sorry to tell you. But was you're, he wrong? You're, you're not even Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And they, I think they know that. <laughs> but because Tony's their buddy, that's their buddy. Tony's everybody's buddy. He's not going to stop them. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have the nuts to stop them. Listen, he's got to grow some sometime because they're going to run that shit in the ground. He's more worried about going head-to-head -head with the Titans. I don't understand that. Than, than he is controlling his company because he has no control. He has no control. Yes, fights have happened backstage. Everybody's heard about it. Everybody's heard about it. What was it? Vader and Paul Orndorff and WCW. Well, of course. Jericho <coughs> Goldberg. Uh, that shit's a bunch normal. Of, uh, Batista Booker T. We could go on and on. The shit that's not normal, and you could say WWE, but Triple H wasn't in charge of shit because nothing got past Vince if Vince didn't want it to happen. That's a fact. Right now, you have three guys that are currently on your roster that were your champions and build themselves to the moon and always build their buddies to the moon. They're your executive vice presidents. So it, it is, it's like giving the click the book. In the nineties, like WCW, or in WWE. But if, I mean, if like it stayed, if Nash it stayed had in WCW, and not that he booked. Well, he whatever you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's uh, kind of the same thing though. You just but they're t what they say is Tony has that book and nobody else has that book but yeah. Tony. I don't believe that bullshit either. No. I say the same thing. I'm like, ha, so they just book themselves no. to win the trio titles? Like I just. I don't buy that. Because if if a lot of the bookings that get done and the gimmick matches and the lazy booking of no rules and no this and no that, if that's just Tony, then it's awful. Because it seems to me like this is more of a of a Japan-based company where everything's being that you see in Japan is being done here. The the barbed wire and the, the the worst exploding ring match ever. At least Japan really blows their fucking rings up. But that but like you said those are things that US audience that's not for us. No, and Punk said it. You're, you know, it it's a niche audience. They're they're superstars to a very niche audience. Is that what you think it. it is? Do you think it's just a bunch of guys who Never really got a shot in WWE, who never got that call, mm -hmm. are pissed off that there's guys now who got that call that are there, and they're saying, like, look, this is how professionals do it. Just like the point I made around Song Dave. 
I never knew that there was trainers who trained you to wrestle for indie shows, and mm-hmm. there's trainers that train you for specifically on TV. Because when I hear that, to me, that makes sense why AEW is the way it is. Because when I watch it, I could definitely tell there's people on that show that have not trained to work on television. Right. They're not playing to the crowd. They're not they're playing not, the hard camera. They're not playing the hard camera when they're giving slaps on thighs. or Slaps on thighs happens in every promotion. I, when people say, oh, stop thigh slapping, happens everywhere. I don't really give a shit. I it mean, doesn't bother do, me I as much. I get why you do it. It bothers me when I can see it. Yeah. When it's so <coughs> blasphemy, when you miss a kick and you kick Sting in the shoulders on both sides of his body and you smack your thigh <laughs> and he falls See, down. part of me thinks that they're doing that just to be dicks. And because they do point. things like that to be dicks. Yeah. Like when the, the one was doing the backflips. Constantly, that's it's like, my point. You it's, know what I mean? And, and he sits there. And says, oh, well, they do it for their haters. Well, you're fucking stupid because we're not watching it for to see you do seventy five fucking backflips. Yeah. And they got so insulted when Jim Cornette was going after it because it's true. They suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not that they suck. Listen, the one young buck is really good. I think it's Nick is really good at what wrestling. You gotta watch. When was the last time you really watched a, a match? I've never seen them actually wrestle. The Young Bucks? I see them just do. Stupid well, they do. Shit. There's like a, a match online with them and AJ Styles. Oh, you know what? No, you're right. Where they super I saw kick, them uh, super Maria kick a six year old for his birthday. I'm I sorry. Don't know about- <laughs> I saw them do that. <laughs> sure, that was in Leo Rush. No, it was them. It was those two. <laughs> no, that they kicked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't get Kenny Omega. I don't think that he's that special. I think he's great. I do. I, I, I think Osprey's better. I think Rollins is better than both of them. Like, if I had to rank them, it'd be Rollins, Osprey, Kenny Omega. Kenny I'd Omega, rather have Jay White. Kenny Omega. I, but I love Jay. I'm a Jay White guy, too. Yeah, I'd Kenny rather have Omega both of them. can wrestle his ass off. It's the heel Shut <laughs> the fuck up. It's wow. stupid. You did that long, too. It's stupid. It, Bro, and like, bro, when he came out in the Terminator gear, Wrestle Kingdom, like, I'm for that shit. I'm for character development. I'm for getting yourself over. But that shit is dumb. That break, Brandon Cutler shit with the spray is dumb. Yeah. Like, use. They come out dressed like a million bucks. I give them that. You need to come out not looking like a bum, like in suits or looking fresh or like they do. When you got some of those guys that come out wearing <coughs> their T-shirt or whatever and their pants. It's I don't know. T-shirt, t-shirt, tight uh, jean shorts, and two knee braces work for Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin, though. You know what I mean? You George knew you were worked getting. for John Cena for 20 years. Also John Cena, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you knew that's who you were getting out of those guys. AEW has guys I don't believe are stars. I don't look at them and say, wow, that's a star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like, I hate keeping going back to WWE because they're all going to call us WWE marks. And maybe that's because what we're so used to. But I also know when I watch a WWE match, when I see a botch, I call it out. Yeah. And I don't con- I don't watch it and go botch, botch, botch. Well, one or thing see that- a referee like this. 
I don't see that. Well, one WWE. thing that AEW needs to do is they need to take those tag team titles off Swerve and Keith Lee and give them to the acclaim. That's going to happen. On if, if it doesn't, if you're not going to give them to FTR. Give them to the acclaim. If that doesn't happen, as long as it gives more heat to Swerve in your glory, I'm all for it. But it should go to the acclaim though. because that crowd for for All Out was all for the acclaim. But it makes it worth it for the Grand Slam now that they're gonna. That's going to be on television. You got to hope that that's going to be the match. It should be. I mean, let's bro, honestly, if you're on Twitter as much as I am, which follow me at Wrestling Rob. Also follow the Fight Factory Twitter that we just made, Fight Factory CS, Chop Sports Fight Factory. The Rev underscore Tommy D have written down right here. Follow us on Twitter. I follow Swerve on Twitter. I think I'm blocked actually, but I do see some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he blocked you too? He blocked me because I said I think I said something about, like I didn't like Keith Lee being his tag partner. I don't know. It wasn't even that bad. I have no idea why. I got to look. He is on Twitter like going at the fans because when Triple H came back, when Hit Row came back, they're like, oh, you're next. And then they won the tag titles like the next night. And he's, and he's like, no, which I get it. What are you supposed to say? You're with yeah, AEW. You're right. But if you follow Swerve on Twitter and watch every time Swerve comes out, they're booing Swerve now. When those belts come off them, you're going to see a different Swerve. Uh, and look, I'm calling it now. Not saying anything wrong. I don't think the belts should have went to them to begin with. Should have went to FTR, without a doubt. And I also think it's pretty bullshit that. And this is what we talk about when we talk about the EVPs over there in AEW. Okay, so they had to drop the belts, right? So mm-hmm. they dropped the belts to Keith Lee and Swerve, and in a neither one of them threat. get pinned in a triple threat match. And neither one of them get pinned. It's what they do, dog. You think it's what they do? Look at the video game. Look at every look. Just look at the track record, bro. The Briscoes not being over there. There's just like I want to look Jeff. for. I want to look for good things to talk about with AEW. I no, really me too. As I, bro, I put over. I, if anything I see over there that I like, I put over right. I mean, right. Look, perfect example. Wardlow, you're billing this guy. Bro, they're cooling him off though. They they built him to be the biggest toughest guy. He's beating up security guards. They're he squashes the biggest heel in wrestling in five minutes. You put a TNT belt on him, and then that's it. They're, that's it. They're cooling him off, dude. A lot. What a waste. What a waste. And it's funny because now that's another storyline that's totally destroying. Because you put the TNT belt on him, right? At the time, they were doing the other interim championship that John Moxley won when Punk got hurt. And he was like, I'm not going in that tournament because I want Punk when Punk comes back. Mm-hmm. Now you have another tournament. He, he's only lost one time, Wardlow, and it was and, to well, Punk. I mean, because the right, well, then he lose the punk for MJF's thing. What was that? What was that other belt that they made up? The All Regions or whatever the fuck. The All Land Championship. That's what uh, Pac has right now. Yeah, I mean, maybe they should give him that, or or something. You've got to do something. Well, so how, something how stupid that was. So you got Kip Saban wearing this fucking box on his head for like nine months, <laughs> right? Doesn't do shit. Comes out, attacks Pac, right? Yep. Doing the trio shit. Then they put them in a match on the zero hour, like the pre-show, and he loses the pot clean. What the fuck? I don't know. Is that? Well, just like the the trio. I'm not saying he should have won, but you yeah, could have fucking screwed him or something. It's just like the trios championship. Of course, the EVPs booked themselves to win no the trios shit. championship, which they lost two hundred thousand viewers just with them. Well, Ken, when Kenny appeared, yes, yep. I know. Just with them going out there. They Numbers win the belts, won. 
only to for the death triangle to which it should have went to death triangle anyway to begin with I because they were stripped they shouldn't have had them to begin with they should have lost that night do you know they were supposed to be like after serving their glory it was supposed to be Kenny and the Unbucks at the meteor scrum like they were like next to come out it's, Listen, it's just crazy. So, yeah, we might sound like WWE marks, but just gives us a little bit more stuff, good stuff to talk about. Um, but, yeah, coming up this week, AEW's got to do something. They've got to do something. I'm not saying big because to Tony, everything's big. It's big. Everything's big. they got to do something that makes sense storyline-wise. you got to give us something. Give us something. You got to give us MJF. Can I just and I'm, I've been? You can go back to previous episodes. Tony Khan needs to become an on-screen personality. I, I'd like to say that, but he's you such, hate him so much you'd watch. He's such a goof. But you'd watch. I watch anyway. But you'd watch <clears throat> if he like if he came out and screwed Moxley or. If you come down, screws Moxley. Say Moxley wins the belt at Grand Slam. MJF comes out and challenging right now. Moxley's destroying what's his name the whole match. MJF. Mm -hmm. Khan comes out and hits Moxley with a chair, brings a referee out, pins him, and loses. And then he joins MJF's faction with Stokely and Big Cass. And you don't think people would watch next week? I definitely think. <clears throat> I definitely think people would watch. Then they would also say, "Oh, he's just copying off Vince McMahon and Bischoff." That's okay. So, oh yeah. So it's it's a lose. No matter what he does, it's going to be a lose lose. But at least do something other than tweet or sit next to your, you know, your your wrestling figures I, during a media scrum. I want someone to do the work and look at how much he's tweeted since SummerSlam. I know it hasn't been. How I mean, much less he's tweeted since SummerSlam? What he does, he's always talking about, you know, just what's going on for the, the Dynamite and Rampage. That's it, 400, that's 450,000 viewers is nothing yeah. for a Friday night Rampage when you know, there's another wrestling show that leads into that show. Yeah. With 2.5 million viewers. Well, I wonder if they found a way... To see, you know, how many people have watched it on DVR and things like that. Because I, I can't see it being that low. Oh, when, it's low. You know, Wednesday night, they're at least, you know, they've finally broken a little over a million for the first time in two weeks since, like, for fucking ever. What do you think's up when basketball season starts? Ooh. They're going to get destroyed. Ooh, good call. They might not even get 150,000 if they're only getting 400 now. Are they only on the same channel? TNT, well, they'll probably go switch to TBS or something, which is still going to cause them a problem, like, come October, because TBS is going to have, like, ba uh, baseball yep, playoffs, playoffs Wednesdays. Well, you know, there's this thing that's called uh, Pro Wrestling TV, where you're watching us right now, and maybe AEW could go there. Come join us. Come to the desk. We have a couch right there. We would love to sit down with you. But first, <laughs> we're on Twitter now. Fight Factory, CS, Fight Factory Chop Sports. Follow us at Wrestling Rob on Twitter, Instagram, Fight Factory on Facebook, Instagram, The Rev underscore Tommy D on Twitter. Lead us out. All right, guys. So thank you very much for joining us. It was a tough week. Not that much news. Um, 
What do we got on the docket next week, man? Do we have anything we have a coming ru- up? We had a rush show. We're working on a couple of things. I don't want to say things in case it doesn't happen, yeah. but like you said, we have someone who was just released from their contract, and I know he would love to come chop it up. And uh, if you guys seen our previous episodes, go follow us on you know Apple, Spotify. You'll see some of the guests we've had: Casey Navarro, August Artois, Dante Smiley, Shane Bigelow, Bam and Bigelow son. Yep, all guys. We're bringing. We're tr- not saying we're not one hundred percent, but we're. 90% trying to bring everybody back in studio to show to you guys on Pro Wrestling TV. Guys, thanks for being with us. We're going to be the best show probably on this network, Hopefully. Right? We got segments coming, funny segments. <laughs> Tune in next week. All right, guys, special shout-outs to our sponsor, Dudes Gourmet, the Feel Good Factory. Thank you to everybody over there at Fight TV. We are pride... Or, ooh, Woo! almost said pride rules. We are... Chop Sports Fight Factory. We will see you next week.